Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Trusted CI webinar for September 25th, 2023. I'm your host, Jeanette Dopheide. Trusted CI is the NSF Cybersecurity Center of Excellence, and these webinars are part of its mission to deliver high-quality, actionable guidance regarding cybersecurity to the NSF community. More information about Trusted CI can be found at trustedci.org. Today's topic is improving the privacy and security for data wastewater-based epidemiology with Ni True. Uh, Ni is an assistant professor at Arizona State University. Her research interests lie in the area of cryptography and security with specific focus on secure computation and its applications, such as private set intersection, private database queries, and privacy-preserving machine learning. Before we begin, I have a few things to note. First, this presentation is being recorded. Second, um, participants are welcome to ask questions during the presentation using the chat box, or we'll take questions at the end. And with that, I'll hand things over to Ni. Nee. Ni, nee, welcome. Uh, yeah, hi, everyone, and thank you for the uh, uh, introductions. Uh, yeah, and I'm Ni Chiu, and uh, I will start my presentation today. Uh, so this is about uh, our CICI projects, uh, and uh, we have it, uh, I think we have it uh, already two years, and this is the last year. And uh, the the project about uh, privacy and security for wastewater data. Uh, all right. Yeah, so here is the outline of uh, the talk today. Uh, so uh, before going into that, I just want to, before going into the wastewater data, uh, I want to start my presentation uh, with uh, data security in general. So, you know, uh, when data come from different sources, uh, you right now, you see, we need the data privacy, right? So for example, uh, we have a few city here and they want to do some computation on the da their data. So what can they do for now? So at the moment, if you don't want to share the data to directly to the cities, uh, you can trust someone in the middle, right? And here, for example, we trust a server and um, all the cities send the data records uh, to, to the server. And this server do some computation, uh, either machine learning computation or some matching computation and return the output to the query, the, the city who want, who want to get the, the, the final output, right? And clearly this is a third party solutions. And um, can we say this one is uh, privacy preserving? Uh, so what happened if uh, the server is malicious, right? So it's re not really the privacy preserving computation for now. Um, yeah, so uh, the question now is how to do secure computation in general. So I'm working on cryptography and uh, today uh, there is two popular techniques. Uh, one is multi-party computation. And uh, for that technique, uh, people usually present uh, the function at the circuit. And somehow they do gabbling, encoding and decoding. Uh, yeah, this one, one, one of the uh, techniques for secure computation. And another one here is homomorphic encryption. Uh, so it's kind of encryption. 
but it's allow you to do the computation on the encrypted data. So uh, my um, TikTok focus on homomorphic encryption. So my not you might not care about the MPC part. Uh, yeah, and MPC usually uh, efficient, but uh, it's not easy for to understand. And homomorphic encryption is the concept is very simple and can be used for any non-expert people. So that's why we choose homomorphic encryption to implement uh, the secure data, uh, secure wastewater data. Yeah. Um, so if we have homomorphic encryption, uh, what can we do? So you see here, uh, for example, now we also use server, but instead of sending the data records to the server, directly uh, we can send uh, the the records under encrypted form to the servers and because uh, it's under encrypted so the server doesn't know anything about M unless the server see the key right uh, we will talk about who have the key who's in order the key later but for now or some that the server don't have the key right? And similarly, uh, all the cities, all the parties uh, send their encrypted record to the server. And as I mentioned before, uh, the encryption allows to compute on encrypted data. So the server can do any computation on it. And in this kind of training, of like machine learning training or something, so the server returned encrypted model to, to the person who wrote the query. And because having, yeah, in this case, I use the same key, but say having this, the secret key, uh, this guy can decrypt and learn the computation, right? So this scheme uh, can be considered like secure because the server learn nothing about the data. And only the how to say only the person who have the decryption who have the decrypted key, I mean the secret key, can learn the data, right? Uh, yeah, but any problem with that? Uh, so first, if you applied homomorphic encryption directly, uh, it's not an expensive solution. And also, uh, and I mentioned before, who have the key, who know the keys. Uh, we can go to that one later. Before now, uh, you can think like, uh, we, we require different keys for di different parties. Yeah. All right, um, clear about the problem statement. Uh, I mean, the uh, data security in general. And now, uh, how about security for wastewater data? This is what our proposal proposed. Uh, so the main key here is that uh, we look in, in some wastewater computation and uh, provide some secure protocols. Uh, I mean, some specific protocol for uh, wastewater computation. And we call WBE uh, for now. So uh, the proposals, uh, we, in the proposal, we can seek up three things. Uh, the first thing here about uh, secure query, which we will talk today, 
And the second one is about privacy preserving uh, analysis uh, or privacy preserving, uh, uh, I mean, kind of privacy preserving machine learning. And we also talk about it a little bit in the last few slides. And uh, another thing about uh, genomic privacy. So in this, in our uh, product, uh, our proposals, uh, we propose three things. Uh, uh, first two things, you homework encryption, and the last one, you difference of privacy, uh, where we add the noise to the raw data. And um, this way, somehow you can hide the data, but not completely hide, uh, but, but not completely hide the input data. Yeah. All right. Um, and for, for computations, uh, uh, I mean, com the computation related to wastewater data, we have uh, several scenarios. And um, today uh, we're talking about the second one where we want to study some collaboration among the cities. Um, yeah, so I will go closely to problem statement, which is one of what is which is one of the problem that uh, we working on. Uh, so some that we have uh, a few catchment areas. So like for example, this is X and Y and X and Z. So they have three catchment where uh, catchment areas. And uh, the catchment area here kind of you consider like the sample collective point. And you know, uh, usually like in the river or something, in the float, uh, you have X, right? And the flow from X go to T, T here, and then they continue go to S. So we have a uh, one city, uh, I mean, for example, the city at ASU, they collect the data as uh, X at the point T, right? And another city, because this is flow, so I mean that another city collects the wastewater sample from the point S. So you see that the S contains some information about the point T. Yeah. So I think at this point, you might see why we need privacy, right? Uh, now the CTC here, because the CTC, uh, sorry, the CT2, they want the catchment area for uh, uh, for the area Zs. So it means that they need some information at a point T so that they can compute the thing in the, in the Zs, right? Yeah. And Again, uh, the circuit, uh, the data uh, here is that uh, maybe some uh, some correlation they contain like DNA uh, or they can contain some sensitive information, and the CT one one able I mean can able unable to give the uh, the sample the catchment the sample at the party to the CT two. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean. I'm not sure if you if you're not working on the wastewater uh, areas, uh, maybe it covers you to get the point. I mean, even for me, uh, so I write out the functionality. I mean, some math, so we can easy to understand. So the functionality here is that uh, we have the city one have input, uh, Q one, uh, Q two, 
in the wastewater uh, like the resource, they have something called concentration. But I think you can think like it is some kind of uh, coefficients and it's held by someone. It's not uh, known by the CC1 or CC2. And the output of computation here, we want to do like the CI here is just the coefficient, right? You want somehow to send uh, the coefficient time with the flow. Uh, so Q2, Q1 here is some information that you add the area S, right? The point of the point F and Q2, some, something catch at the uh, T1, uh, sorry, the point T. And the requirement here that we don't want any information leak except the final uh, output. It's clear about the problem that we want to solve. All right, so uh, what is the solution? So we uh, use homophic encryption. Uh, before going into our solutions, uh, I want to, I think you know about encryption, right? So I want to clarify a bit about homophic encryption because uh, it is the key point of this presentation. So I think you know about encryption. Just uh, you, encryption, we have uh, the key generation, gives you the public key and secret key. And this is a public, public uh, key encryption, right? Uh, you have um, uh, the message M, you use the public key, you can encrypt it. And you decrypt, you use the symmetric key, you can decrypt it. And then clearly the want, uh, it gave you the same thing, right? Uh, for homophic encryption, uh, you have uh, each have extra computer, each have another uh, uh, procedures which is called evaluation. So, uh, in, it means that it allow you to do any computation on the encrypt encrypted data. So the encrypted C here. Uh, yeah. And the decryption, like you see here, you have X, you encrypt it, right? And you compute a function F on the encrypted data. It means that compute a function F on, on X. And then it gave you encrypted of the function F of X. And when you decrypt, it gave you the original value. Um, so the key point, so I mean, if we break down that function admin here, you can see like F can be addition, right? You just adding to cybertech. When you decrypt it, it gave you the addition of two uh, plant texts. Uh, similarly for multiplication, you do multiply, you do multiply, you multiply two cybertechs. And when you decrypt the, the, the 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 final result it gave you m1 time m2 uh, i have a, a toy example in case that uh, it does you you didn't follow previous slides so for example encryption gave you uh, double 2x right uh, you double the plantech so i have the plantech 11 and 4 
I compute the I compute encryption. It gave me twenty two and eight, right? And I can compute on the cybertech. It gave me thirty. And because the decryption, uh, I can divide by two. I get the back fifteen. And you see eleven plus four equal to fifteen. Yeah. All right. I think it's enough information about homophobic encryptions. Uh, so this is the the summary for that. All right, so yeah, uh, I don't want you to keep lost the problem we want to solve. So I just put it here again. So what we want to compute here is uh, Q1 times C1 minus Q2 times C2. So the problem statement that we want to compute. All right, uh, now uh, we can go to the protocol. Uh, first, we should have someone have the key, right? So, uh, we have this one considered like the C22, and they have secret key and public key, and they know they have all the public key to uh, they send all the public keys to other parties. Um, and so uh, to compute the function what that we want, the CT1 blue version send encryption of the Q1 to the server. And similarly, the CT2 send encryption of T2 to the server. Uh, yeah, very simple, right? The server, because the server has C1 and T2, they can compute that one. But this one can be like, when you compute this equation, it's actually encryption of Q1 times C1 minus Q2 times C2, right? This is what we want. And so clearly the server just returned uh, the encrypted R to the CT2 and the CT2 can decrypt and learn what they want to compute, right? Yeah. And clearly uh, all the information under encrypted form. So you learn nothing about, you learn nothing about, the server learn nothing about uh, the Q1 and Q2. Uh, all right, uh, and um, they they have a few more complicated protocols. Uh, I'm sorry, a few more complicated uh, functionality. Like for example, if you can, the data is not just only the uh, the flow, right? Only the data, the sample. It also contain the time collection. So what if the T two? Yeah, what if the T uh, two here? They want to query the time. Uh, like they, they want to query the the this uh, I mean they will want to query the 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 flow at the point uh, for for the catchment error C for the error C at the point T at the time T right you can always make uh, like the the pretty much slide I present is a very simple uh, you know, protocol a very simple functionality and people don't use that one for now. They add, they keep adding more features, right? And the one I I'm showing right now is they adding a time t. And what if you want to have the output of this one at the time t? So it equivalent like q one is the collect q one t is the 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 sample that you collect at the time t, right? Yeah. Uh, with the complicated uh, uh functionality. Uh, you can, I mean, 
I think you know how to do it. Uh, very simple, right? I just, how how about you? I just add the T. Each city just sends encrypted T to the server and server compute first. The server compute like, they do the minus, right? They, they just want to check if E equal to zero or not. I mean, if they have the same time or not, right? And the, the I here, uh, sorry, the I here is uh, indicate, if one indicate that the time is match, and if zero indicate that the time doesn't match, right? So the server can return all time I to the CT2. And you see, if it's not equal to zero, it will be canceled out, it doesn't count in the final output. Um, I mean, yeah, I think it, uh, I just, uh, it's kind of understandable. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah, but our protocol is not like that because uh, computing is expensive. And what can we do? Uh, we propose another protocol that allow you to distribute the e-computation to all the parties. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe you want, you might get lost. If you want to understand the protocol in detail, uh, you can send me the email or talk offline. But this is what, this is the simple version. Uh, I think it's understandable. Uh, and then uh, another problem of this protocol is that what happens if, if this server and the C2 to one collude yeah, just remind you that the city one here have the secret key and the servers have all the data, encrypted data, right? Include the encrypted data of CT1. So if they are called they can learn input of the CT1, right? Because they have decrypted key. So we propose to you multi-key HE. Uh, what is that? Uh, we will go later in a few slides later. Also, uh, another thing is uh, the problem I present only for two parties, right? And how to extend it into multiple parties. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so we, uh, in this talk, uh, we only go to something about the solution one, a second uh, thing, a second uh, problem. Um, all right. So I want to go into a bit into about SE and how to Im improve the existing SE. Uh, why, we, why we need to do that? Because you see, we need to use multiple key SE and we also need to use SE for multiple parties. So before presenting uh, our new SE scheme, uh, I want to show you the state of the art SE constructions. Right? Uh, so the first one is uh, the traditional SE. Uh, people usually prefer it as single key SE uh, because the schemes only have one secret key. And uh, all the data is so and all the data is encrypted under single key, uh, in the public key, right? 
So as I mentioned in the previous uh, slides, uh, this one is not related because what happens if the secret key holders uh, is compromised, right? If the if one of the key holder compromise with the server, they learn everything. Yeah, this is a problem of uh, traditional secret key. <clears throat> um, all right. So we need, as I mentioned before, we need multiple party or multiple key HE. And what is that? So in multiple key HE or multiple parties. Each user have each own uh, secret key, right? So it means like you have your key, you have your own key for your home. Then no one can open your 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 door, right? So it can prevent a single point failure uh, fail, uh, problem that I mentioned before. Yeah, because if this guy collude with the, the server. They learn nothing because they require the keys of different parties. All right. Um, yeah, but however, uh, the multi-party keys are uh, actually a multi-party or multi-key actually they have problem because it, the decryption requires the all secret key how the participant in the participate in the process. So in wastewater community, for example, people do not know much about computer science, maybe some of them, yeah. And maybe the server might shoot down, right? And if the, their server shoot down, what happens? They can't do the computation, right? Uh, so it is not the good, uh, yeah, it is not the good uh, solution, especially for all the community. I mean, uh, for not non-computer science or someone who have uh, not strong servers. All right. So, uh, and we have another term called threshold HE uh, to introduce was to solve this problem. And in that THE, uh, they have, uh, they have, each user have the key, the, the similar like, like previous uh, multi multi party key or multi key as each um, each user have the secret key and the the good point is that the decryption require a certain a certain number of key holders right so it's very good uh, for for the server is not stable and it's allowed drop out uh, However, the current construction is not compact or required trusted key setup. Yeah. So using the current scheme for THE and you apply that one for wastewater uh, computation, you still need the trusted key setup, right? And when you do it, you when you deal with the big data. Uh, the the protocol is not compact. It means that it's not efficient. It becomes very big uh, data to send back and forth. So we introduce something we call dynamic TSE. Uh, I will go a bit further about that one. But this one can first can solve all the problem of assisting SE uh, pro uh, SE scheme. It includes it's a allowed dropout. 
it has a compact, I mean, efficient, and uh, it don't require the trusted key setup. Uh, all right. Uh, so what we so this is the main contribution of our scheme. Um, and we also in addition we also support the new user. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, in addition we also support the new user during the communication. So NACT in my previous example can join the conversation without like without start from beginning without uh, uh having the key set up or different all the thing with different party all right yeah uh, i think in this talk i just got very big i mean very high level idea about what is our gse scheme look like uh so first uh, unlike previous scheme uh the key setup be computed by different parties. And any uh any 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 T any T party can reconstruct the key. And the main question here if you don't have the trusted setup. So which is the secret sharing scheme? Um I'm, I'm missing the sharing here, but what is the secret sharing scheme uh, we can use? So we use Shamir secret sharing. Uh, I'm not sure it's very popular in crypto uh, community. So the Shamir secret sharing uh, kind of, uh, it rely on the polynomial interpolation. Let's say I, I have S uh, and somehow I want to secret share all the SIs to the parties. Um, so very simple, I can choose a random polynomial of degree t minus one because I want any t parties can can compute x, right? So I choose a random polynomial and it's go to zero, a point zero and s. And each share will be the point on the polynomial i and fi. And because and because any t point can reconstruct the f of x, right? Because the degree is t minus one. So it means if I gave you t points, you can recover s. Um, so uh, in um, Shamish crash range, uh, they have a, a good property like they have additive uh, property. If you have one share, uh, you have a share s1 of s and you have the share s1 prime of s prime. You can compute, you can locally compute the share of S plus S prompts. Yeah. All right, I think let's go back to what we want. Uh, so uh, uh, again, the main goals is we want to secret share the key. We use Shamir Shikra Shari. So this is the key tech call message. Yeah, but the problem here is again, how to uh, compute the SK without the trusted 
much setup. Uh, yeah, probably I got a bit more detail. Uh, so in our scheme, uh, we choose a set of tea party, we call it pilot. And, uh, and all the party in non-pilot. And somehow uh, each pilot choose a random, uh, random secret value. And because the homomorphic, in, uh, because the additive properties in some each question, uh, somehow uh, they're all secret gates, right? Like compute the sum. Hello, me. Um, uh, you're still you're muted. It seems like maybe we lost connection. Can you reconnect and share uh -huh. screen again? Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry about that. I don't know. Oh, that's good. You're back. Thank you. Let me check my Wi-Fi. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's somehow what you got right. <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah, and any tea party can, uh, as I mentioned before, any tea party can compute the key. Uh, uh, and also, uh, we want to, so another point here is how, I mean, I just highlight a few things in the, what we propose. Uh, another thing here is how to do compute decryption. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, I'm, I mean, uh, sorry, yeah. I, I just get lost and then yeah, I don't know where I'm. And dynamics, it means that allow you to join new, uh, allow the new joint because uh, any any new, uh, the internet is not stable. Yeah, any new, uh, any new user can, they can, um, uh, they can have their own shares, right? And also the performance when you do the decryption, uh, it's allow you to, it's allow dropout, right? Uh, so now how to, the question here is how to uh, generate the new share or perform uh, uh, the decryption. So we you log run interpolation. So I just go very quick here because log run interpolation you can have um, uh, you can have uh, the the your key, the old key right and the, with that log run coefficients and then somehow you can compute if one party news they can compute the new their own new key right? um and also but how however if you send fk with this Lagrange interpolation to the red party here, they can learn each individual SK, right? So we want to prevent that one. Uh, we somehow, 
yeah. So we want to prevent that one. And uh, I mean, this is more technical uh, stuff, but I think the key idea is somehow you match the sent value here with uh, zero shares, and at the end, it will be canceled out. Yeah. Uh, and another challenge is how to uh, perform decryption without revealing the secret key. I think I just got very quick here because if you if you want to learn more, uh, we can you can send me the email because it's easy more very technical detail, right? Um, yeah. Uh, when for decryption, uh, the formula look like this, and which we add the noise. Uh, all right. So probably let's go to something else. I think. Uh, so I want to say I want to say why it uh, a main important thing here. I I told you several things, but the main important thing here why our scheme is compactness. This is the key, the goal, right? So the take home message here is that uh, we just follow the single key SE. So that's why the encryption and decryption, e encryption and evaluation just follow the single key SE. And if you follow the single key SE, then it will be compactness. Uh, and another thing here is uh, they have more thing about how to compute public key because I just talking about secret key. Right, and now how to compute public key? Uh, so the formula of pop, I mean, which I'll go into the single key. Actually, I just gave you like the public key have some different formulas, and uh, we do two things. We use Lagrange interpolation to compute the first term. We use uh two party computation to the compute the second term, and uh, uh, somehow you add a noise on it. Yeah. So this is all what we propose. Uh, I think I'm sure you might some of you might get lost uh, about the construction, but uh, yeah, let me know if you're interesting on uh, on it, and we can talk more about the detail. Uh, yeah. So here is what we have some number for our scheme. Um, we have uh, uh, so you can see like uh, even. Uh, uh, even we have uh, num like number of uh, of threshold here and the encryption and decryption proportional to number of parties. The proportional mean here is that we we run all the party on the same machine. If you run the party on different machine, it will be like linear, right? And um, the only expensive point here is that. Uh, we have uh, the key generation. Remember the time time to ten. So uh, it it will be it will be. Uh, but this is a one time setup. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so I show you how we improve uh, our existing SE scheme. And uh, the next thing here about further learning, how we can use uh, our scheme. Actually, for further learning, and I just want to remind you that uh, we have three with you about secure query bio data, right? So the first one here, 
And I told you about a few slides about some example, how, how the wastewater computes and how about the customer errors and everything and anything else. Uh, using, uh, and that for in this one, we propose something new for homophobic encryption. And using homophobic encryption, we can apply to privacy preserving machine learning. And how can we do that? Um, yeah, I'm not sure about, I think federated learning is quite popular right now, right? And the key idea here is uh, you want, uh, you have the device and somehow the server want to training on the global device model, right? And similarly, in our case, like wastewater data, we have different city and the city want to do together, want to do some analysis on their data. Uh, and uh, what can we do using homophobic encryptions? Uh, before I go into that, I just tell you, I just want to share, uh, to show how the current work, right? So the current one, uh, it uses log upload uh, the W to the servers, and somehow the server can do secure aggregation. And the user input is all WIs, and the output here is we want to compute the sub of the WIs. Yeah. And it's very easy to implement uh, the secure aggregation using homophobic encryption, right? Using the uh, SE. Uh, so instead of sending uh, the W to the server, it uses send encryption encryption of the W to the server, and the server can compute on the encrypted data, right? So uh, using our scheme, it support for the learning uh, uh, include dropout, right? This is very popular uh, program in further learning, further learning, and uh, it support a new choice. It is something new and further learning people doesn't consider it. And also our scheme can allow a synchronized update. So if it's very, very important, the synchronize mean that uh, when every time the user, I mean, every time the city collects something, like you, if, like uh, three of the city, they collect something and they want to compute some uh, trend, they want to do some training model, they can request the server compute that one. The synchronized update. Um, and our work, uh, we show like 10 or five, five or 10 times faster compared to the previous work. All right. So the take home message uh, for my talk today is that uh, we propose uh, something new for the homophobic encryption scheme. And uh, it First, it's flexible. Flexible means that it allows you to drop out. It allows you to join this scheme. And the second one here is do not require to trust, trust setup. 
So for first setup, you remember we use something about uh, uh, lateral interpolation, right? And we rely on additive uh, property of homomorphic increment. Uh, sorry, additive property of uh, some musical sharings. And also we uh, uh, we uh, the new SG scheme is compact. It means that it, the cyber tech and the computation uh, it proportion is not uh, blew up, right? So uh, because our scheme rely on uh, single key actually. And also uh, when we use uh, homomorphic encryption, especially for DTHE, uh, we can improve the data security in wastewater uh, in wastewater database, right? And I prevent that I, I, show, I show you in the first uh, few slides. And again, uh, a uh, uh, popular technique, I mean the general technique, so it can be applied to other problem as well. Uh, yeah, and this is what all my presentation today. And thank you all for listening. Great, thanks. I'm gonna grab the screen back and go through a few announcements, but I have a few questions myself and we've got a question in the chat here. So let me just throw up the, the screen so we can just briefly go over some updates. And then um, those of you who have more questions, feel free to type. So, um, oops, here we go. Uh, I, again, if you have questions, go ahead and, and type them in the chat. But um, a few community updates about Trusted CI. Our next webinar is October 16th at 10 a.m. The topic is enhancing integrity and confidentiality for secure distributed data sharing. Um, our presenter is Subhas uh, Sivagnanam. Um, the EduCause annual conference is, if you haven't registered yet, um, I, I'm not sure if it's still open, but uh, it's October 9th through 12th in, in Chicago, Illinois. And then of course, our trusted CI NSF Cybersecurity Summit is October 24th to 26th in Berkeley, California. Um, I'm, apologies, uh, 23rd through 27th in Berkeley, California. Um, to learn more about the summit, go to trustedci.org slash summit. Registration is still open this week in person. Uh, registration is due on the on Friday the 29th, as well as the, the block of hotel rooms. If you want to attend in person, that will be closing on the 29th as well. Um, if you are unable to attend in person, we encourage you to register for the online um, hybrid, or sorry, remote online version. Uh, and with that, let's go back to some of these questions. So first we have a question from the audience. Um, what are the unique challenges of wastewater application domains when you try to apply your approach? Um, yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, thank you for uh, the question. I think this is an exciting question, right? Uh, and in uh, my talk, I slightly mentioned about it, but it's very short. I think only one sentence, I think. And uh, yeah, so the main key here is that uh, wastewater, uh, wastewater application is uh, not for computer science people, right? Not for computer science community. If for someone who not expert, even I'm not expert in crypto. So we really want to design a scheme, that type of black box. And it's it just you a building blocks, if black box. Uh, and uh, somehow it's easy for all the people to understand, right? I, I can explain to you. 
So when I I think I believe that uh, my first few slides you understand the work, right? Because uh, you just apply the SE, the SE, the concept of the SE is simple. So the main first challenge, how to use, how to provide, I mean, I mean in general, the first challenge for apply security crypto for different domains is how easy you can explain them, the scheme to them, right? And how to design a symbolic uh, protocol without like let them under let without like a self-contained protocol. This is the first one. Yeah. And when uh this is the first challenge and the second challenge here is for wastewater, some data uh like in in normal field um, like in crypto, people want to hide completely hide everything. But in wastewater, uh, wastewater, some data is private, but some data can be considered like the metadata, right? Because yeah, for DNA, for example, DNA, uh, genome, everything must be private. But wastewater, it contains genome, but it and contains something called waste, right? <laughs> the waste data, the waste data you can throw out. You don't need to spend your effort to keep the waste data private. So somehow you have to consider like which one is private, which one is published. And in in what I, uh, in my slides, uh, you remember the CI, the contrastation. So that information can be published and can be gave to the third party. Yeah. Thank you for the question again. So going back to these different concentrations, um, I generally, are, I'm curious what other types of data you're collecting? Because I know obviously we can test for COVID using wastewater. Yeah. You referenced heroin. So what are some of the other types of things that we're learning about? Yeah, yeah. for me, I think for that question, I think I should refer to my collaborators. Okay. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not really like, I'm not really wastewater <laughs> researcher. Yeah, uh, but I know a bit about information. So what we collect here is uh, uh, first uh, ASU we collect data, and as I mentioned, you mentioned uh, as you mentioned, uh, we do we collect the data for COVID nineteen, right? Mm -hmm. Because in the building, um, yeah, they you can know whether it's in the heat map or not. So if mm -hmm. there are many people have the COVID. Uh, so it means that the building, the wastewater in that building have some, some something, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they have something you can extra. This is the first thing. And the second thing, I think they also mentioned about heroin or something like that. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. I know a few things. They told me and I know a few things, but I don't really the effort in that field. Yeah. Okay. So we collaborated with them. They gave me a problem, right? And right. Uh, we try to like because they are in different language, so we try to figure out how that problem write out in the math in, under the math formulas, and if I have the math formula, I can propose something. Yeah, so see how we collaboration and very nice collaboration. Yeah, I learn more things. Yeah. So um okay, is this you you were referencing ASU? So you're you so are you using like live production data are you are you currently you know using your your scheme on current wastewater testing sites no i think they like you live collection data so they okay. have a very big team on wastewater in asg we have biodesign center 
and people collaborate with the government, the city. They mm-hmm. came. I I remember that they came to collect the real data. Yeah. Oh, that's that's very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And then, yeah. so that is the reason why they can, uh, you know, they have the website. Let me check. That is the reason why you can see, uh, right? They do it for COVID nineteen and uh, uh, MP. Yeah. Uh, give me a second. I'm not sure, sure if I can find out. I just post on the. Let me check if uh, this is correctly. <laughs> yeah, they collect the data and they put the data on the. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, uh, they put the data on the, on the um, uh, the website. Um, maybe let me. Oh, here. Yeah, I can um. I can throw it to everyone so that everyone else yeah, in the chat can, yeah. can see so it if they're curious. The yeah, so they uh, they collect the data. Oh, I think, so this is the current, right? You see, this is the current. I see. So, I mean, yeah. I think, yeah, you see, it collect until uh, today. Yeah. 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 Oh, great. Okay. Um, and then, um, are you familiar with the concept of technology transfer to practice? Because... Uh, where you take a new technology and you try to apply it, um, you know, in 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 the regular everyday, you know, commercial world or otherwise, you were yeah. referencing toward the end of your presentation that you thought that this had more applications than just wastewater data. So I was wondering what other things you could see applying this to. Um, yeah. So uh, first of all, for wastewater, and it can apply to genomic uh, data, right? It clearly, you can apply to genomic data. And right now we're working on something. Uh, I mean, this is something we we are working on. So we, uh, instead of uh, together with Sway Water, we're looking for bio bio biomedical data, and see if there any computation, if there metadata. Just so you know, uh, if we can, if there real uh, sensitive data, and if there any uh, like metadata, we can review, and. Um, uh, I mean, right now people do something like uh, decentralize. I'm um, remove the ID. So, uh, like for example, I go to the hospital, and they get my uh, blood test, and right. And right now they store my data. Like they remove my ID, remove my data birth. Maybe they keep uh, my age, and uh, some other information. But but to be honest, uh, it's not a secure way to keep the data. So. Um, and if you do homophobic encryption, clearly that nothing can be uh, can be uh, reviewed, right? So right now we're also working on something related to this problem. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Well, um, uh, any other questions from the audience uh, while we're wrapping up here? Go, feel free to type. Um, do you have any other last minute comments to make, Ni? Uh, no, it, it's very perfect, very nice uh, presentation, and I mean, sort of very nice uh, panel, and I like it. I mean, I mean, this is a chance for us to present what we want to work uh, with. What are you? We, we what we are working on, and um, I think some of your questions uh, can be thinking about something about like proposal. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we're all about helping people with their next proposals. <laughs> 
All right. Well, thank you. Thank you yeah. so much, Nee, for coming to, to present to us. And uh, thanks to those of you who are uh, who are watching online. Um, I will have a video uh, of this out probably later today. So with that, um, thank you everyone for joining and have a great day. Yeah. Thank you again for the invitation. And bye for now. Yep. Yeah. Bye bye.